the nonprofit MBA purpose is to provide new business insights and fresh creative ideas for executive directors and their teams that will help them improve their organization. Here is your host, Stephen Halasnik. Welcome, everyone. My name is Stephen Halasnik, uh, and I am co-founder and managing partner of Financing Solutions. Financing Solutions is the leading provider of lines of credit to nonprofits. Our line of credit program is easy, fast, inexpensive, and costs nothing until used, making it a great cash backup plan. If you'd like to learn more about our program, please visit us at nonprofitmbapodcast.com. And if you decide to apply today, we will even give you a $250 credit on file. Or feel free to give us a call at 862 207 4118. Today, I am excited to be speaking with Matt Barnett, founder of Bonjoro. Bonjoro, which is B O N J O R O.com, is on a mission to help nonprofits triple their donations by helping them to build a one to one personal relationship with their donors by using video technology that can be easily embedded into emails or texts. Matt, welcome to today's NBA nonprofit MBA podcast. Hey, Stephen. Thanks for having me along. So today's uh, podcast is how videos are driving a 300 percent increase in nonprofit donations and you know when I go to pick guests and and when I look for really good guests the thing that I look at often is you know what is it that maybe an executive director at a nonprofit either doesn't know anything about and maybe could really help them or maybe knows a little bit about it and wants to learn more and so what happens with me is I um I've really learned in the past two months um, how, well, let's just say that really the past year, how videos for me, it's the number one thing I look for instead of having to read things. I, I learn better through visual sight than I do through, through uh, words. So for example, when I'm going to Google, I always look at the videos first. And so when I saw that your company um, helps nonprofits by using video more, I thought, wow, that, that is something unique. And then when I read a little bit more about you guys, I was really impressed. And I think, you know, I think a lot of the nonprofits who are our listeners could really use this uh, technology to, to drive better relationships with their donors. So, so maybe, Matt, maybe you could just start off by telling us a little bit about how you came up with the idea. Yeah, sure. So um, I am based in Australia, <laughs> great country, uh, not the not the biggest uh, place of business in the world. And I ran an agency here, and we dealt with clients. So it was a, it was not a non-profit space; it was in the in the for-profit space. But we had clients in um in London. Uh, Paris and New York. We dealt with large agencies at the time and we would get inquiries coming in. We would get leads coming in and 
in order to convert those, we would do the normal that everyone did at the time. We would have email drip campaigns. We would try to push people to get on calls to, to engage with them. Yeah, and these are these are large clients, the similar to, yeah, similar to I guess kind of corporate donors, if you like. And we were having limited success in converting those. I think mostly because being in Australia, we would be on a different time zone, we would be asleep, and we wouldn't get back quick enough. Uh, and as well, I think I think just the whole email drip campaign, you know, it wasn't as effective as it used to be uh, because everyone was using it. So we decided that we need to do something different to try and cut through. And just so happens that in Australia, I take a ferry that goes past the opera house, uh, which is pretty iconic. So we instead decided that every single morning we would take a list of everyone who inquired the day before and we would send them a personalized video each as a first point of contact with the organization. So I would do these as we, as we sail past the opera house and it would be me and I would see that you know, Joe, Joe blogs from, um, from one of the, one of the agencies in London signed up and I would get on, get on video and say, Hey Joe, Matt here, obviously I'm in Australia, not in London. Here's the opera house. You know, I saw you signed up. This is what we do, et cetera, et cetera. You know, get out some key points. And I'm like, look, love to kind of either hop on a call with you guys, or I'm in London in four weeks time. Why don't I come in and show you what, what we do. We would then wrap that up and send it off in an email. And so the first, the first piece of communication Joe would ever receive from, from my organization was a video of me or one of the team, not, not highly produced, just shot on a smartphone of us saying, you know, thanks for getting in touch. Let's go to the next step. Mm-hmm. And we were obviously trying to you know, fix our own funnel here and we didn't think much more of it, but we, that week, the first week we started doing it, we tripled uh, the response rates that we got from these leads. And as a result, we tripled the amount of demos and meetings we had. And as a result, we started to triple the business. So this just worked extremely well. And it wasn't, it almost wasn't the video. It was the fact that you know, these, these people were inquiring and looking into multiple solutions. And we were the one that got back. We were the ones that, um, you know, put ourselves out there on camera, had a bit of fun. They saw who we are. They, they loved the fact we'd taken the time. And as a result, we were able to go and, you know, uh, better engage those those leads, those clients and build these, these awesome relationships that, you know, help build the business. And, you know, we ended up being asked if they could use, I think our first ever, ever, ever customer was maybe one of the foundations here in Australia who was looking for a way to engage brand new donors. Um, and we put them on board and they tried it out and they had the same response that we did. They, they, they got triple the response when people got, got, got in touch. And they started doing it for when people were donating on a daily basis, they would turn around and they would thank those donors. And what would happen is donors would come back in and they would actually increase their donations or they would get in touch and see how else they could help. Or they would, they would start to get more engaged. And it seemed again, it wasn't so much the video, but it was the fact that this organization was willing to take the time. And it also you know, connected, I guess the, the team and the benefactors directly to the donors. Uh, which seems to be like a kind of magic step. Um, look, and that's it. Yeah, I noticed that you, know, you have operations in Texas, London, and Sydney. I guess those three locations. Uh, actually, now South Africa and the Philippines and Poland as well. Oh. So we're a little bit spread, spread out around the world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, I see like on your website, you specifically, you know, 
nonprofits, but I, I, you know, the, uh, you use the word charities, um, <clears throat> is, uh, you know, there's a specific section. So it must be a pretty big part of your customer base. Yeah, look, and it's something that, I mean, look, personally, we've always been um, very, very engaged in, in nonprofits. Like quite a few of us run, run events and on boards. We, um, we, we do the whole 1% pledge where we give away time and yeah, employee time and, and product to put nonprofits. It's something that, that, that we've specifically focused on, those early use cases where we had donors engaging via video was pretty enlightening for us. Like I wouldn't say that we all came from a heavy nonprofit background. Um, since then, we now work with things like the Heart Foundation here, with 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 Cure, probably some of the bigger ones. Um, but that use case has stayed the same. So it's really around you know daily donor engagement or or campaign drives with um, I guess lapsed donors is a big part. So re-engaging donors that have given before and maybe haven't come back in the funnel, and trying to re-engage those and bring those back into. Um, uh, the, the the funnel for the business. So let's let's take a, a a typical nonprofit that would be one of your clients. What what do they use Bonjoro the most for? Give me just an example of the top thing that they use it the most for. Yeah, so lapsed. I think lapsed donors. So donors that have gone quiet, uh, that haven't given normally in more than twelve months, and what they do is. Is they is is they going to run a campaign, and rather than just sending out emails and kind of I guess HD like edited video, they get a team together, and over a day or two they go and do a lot of these where they'll go and send a video to Stephen and a video to Mary, and then engage each and every donor, um, and they'll tell them what's been happening the last year and where their funds go, um, and ask them to come back in to the funnel, and so they're using this to re-engage those lapsed donors. Um, they've done tests where they've done these videos, which do take a bit of time. Each video takes probably, a, they, they probably spend a minute recording a video for each donor. And they, and they tend to focus these on obviously uh, the areas where that donation makes sense to pay for, you know, the minute of time. Um, and they've run these against email campaigns. And again, it's, it's, it's back to the kind of three times more effective um, at getting response and getting people to come back into the funnel. That tends to be the easiest place where everyone starts is running a single campaign around this. Yeah, and I looked at your website too, and, I, and one of the things that seems so simple, which I think it's it stops people from beco- not becoming um, an ex donor, uh, is you know the the I, I liked that you guys have you know that people were using it to thank donors personally who just gave money. Maybe someone just gave some money, and the executive director is sending a, a personal email uh, with video in it thanking them i thought that was pretty nice is that used a lot yeah so that's that's the second use case is that uh, in fact we actually do plug the tool into uh, quite a few other, like other platforms and systems so as someone gives money you can actually have one of one of your team you know get a notification straight away and actually you know if you like within the hour get on board and be like hey you know this is jenny you know mrs mrs jones saw you donated just want to say a huge thank you and by the way, you know, for your $473, this is where it's, it's likely going to go. We do have some, so some of our, some of our best use cases around charities, like we have one where they actually have the, um, the team on the ground um, in um, Africa, I think in Kenya, uh, with schooling, actually doing the videos back to the donors. Now, it's, it's a little bit more complicated because they, they obviously have to get some, some connections. They tend to build them up 
and do them once a week. So it's not being done on a daily basis. But the team who are on the ground, it, like in the schools, will do videos in the schools with the kids and send it back to the donor. And not only does that obviously like delight and amaze the donors, but they start telling their friends about it and they start sharing these and being like, look, look what I got. And it brings more donors into the funnel. So there's a real advocacy piece here as well. And again, these aren't, these aren't specially recorded videos. It's someone pulling out their phone and just filming themselves with the kids around them and saying, look, thanks so much. This is where the money goes. Yeah. And it's, it, 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 it's connecting the dots, you know, to the end point in a way that nothing else really, really like does on, on, on a daily basis. Hey, have you noticed that it changes the nonprofit themselves? So I, I think there's a, there's a psychology around, around thanking and connecting with donors like as, a, as an individual. Um, I think this is the interesting thing is when people do this, they tend to bring in quite a lot of teams to help them feel the videos. And so you end up you know, with, with potentially even more junior members who are going straight to donors and starting to have conversations with them and starting to get donors thanking them. And there's a huge positivity you know, that, that comes with this. So again, they, they got, they take, take the example of the school in, uh, in Kenya. When they're doing this, obviously they're getting you know, immediate thanks every single week saying, this is amazing, keep up the great work. Yeah, and it's personal and it's, it's straight to them. So I, I think there's a, there's a piece that spreads out where the thanking really, really um, drives positivity. And I think um, you get a lot of feedback for, you know, to keep up the work and a lot of energy and uh, uh, understanding that what you're doing is really, is really being valued by the donors themselves rather you know, than I, having I, that distance. I think that's huge. I mean, one of the first podcasts we did for the, on the nonprofit MBA was from a nonprofit that had grown, you know, tremendously and the, the the executive director was talking to our listeners about how you can lose that personal touch you know with the donors um and i could really see how you know having a variety of different people depending on the level of the donation being being able to thank your donors it, it can really have a big effect on the culture and the changes um you know the change the to keep you grounded it's, you know, all about the donors. Certainly it's about the people you're helping too. So I, um, I, th- I think there's a lot of side benefit to the, the whole process. Is it, is it easy to embed the videos? Yeah, so that's, that's all taken care of for you. So once you set it up, or, so you can either, you can either record on, on, on desktop or iPad or, or, or phone, Android yeah. or, or iPhone. Um, once you record and you press send, everything's taken care of. So, so the point here is, is all the kind of delivery, all the tracking, everything else is taken care of by the system. So like, literally all you have to do is focus on making the videos. Um, and we even pull in, you know, get it. If you were to connect to your system, we actually pull in the donor's name, potentially how much they, they've donated in the past. So again, we give you the information up front. So when you personalize it, you know, you say, Hey Jenny, I see you've been with us for four and a half years. You know, this is amazing. This is et cetera, et cetera. So, we try to make the process as easy as possible. So really, again, all you have to do is focus on, on creating these videos and saying thank you. So the, uh, what are some of the more popular plugins that you find that um, smaller nonprofits are using? I mean, I noticed MailChimp. Uh, what are some of the ones that you find that uh, nonprofits use a lot? Uh, so we tend to – so we have – a, a plugin something called called Zapier, which is which is kind of like a go between, and that tends to plug into a lot of the um, more specialist uh, nonprofit CRMs. Um, I think one of the 
I'll be honest, one of the challenges with not profits is it's, it's quite a lot of there's quite a lot of systems out there that everyone uses. Yeah. So we've gone for something that kind of plugs it into all of those. Um like that aside, if if you're using something that is more specialist, we either we can either go and talk to them and work with them or we, you know, or we'll have we'll even plug into things like Google Drive and stuff as well. Um or even directly into email. So there's different ways you can do it. Um but generally uh it's pretty yeah, there tends to be quite a quite a wide range of uh, of CRMs we end up plugging into. Yeah. Now, uh, one of the things I noticed on on your website too was it says um, on this, you know, the nonprofit pages that, uh, talking about uses. It says, uh, you know, checking in with your community. So, so talk a little more about that. Yeah. So I talked a lot about the whole kind of one to one side of it, which is which is awesome. Um, but then we do do we do allow you to send videos to groups of people, and we also have uh, a uh, a tool that just works on your browser, so kind of a Chrome a Chrome extension if you like, where you can uh, record videos that you can um, then embed into any email campaign that you do. So if you like, just creating videos that you can share on a you know, with with lists and with groups. Again, these there's no editing tools. The whole point here is to be very authentic and just be yourself. Um, but where I would suggest other points to use in your funnel uh, with video, not, not just us, but you know any of the videos you have is is once you've done the whole one-to-one, I think I think always do that. I think if you have new, new donors, 100% do the one-to-one because you kick the relationship off on the best possible first step. But then, you know, over the next year, when key points happen or when you're doing something interesting, you know, if you're actually in the field, you know, if you're, if you're planting trees and you're out there actually doing it, send little updates, you know, on a semi-regular basis to these groups of people that keep them engaged and keep them across nonprofit on the ground roots level. So again, this is not the, the HD, you know, once a year produced film of, you know, of, of, of what nonprofit's done. It's, it's the team on the ground saying, Hey, look, it's a Wednesday afternoon. We've just planted, you know, two, two million trees you know, over, over the past four weeks. Um, and everyone just wants to say thank you again, you know, for all the support. It's been amazing. And doing those kind of things in a very authentic way on a semi-regular basis is something that keeps those donors engaged, keeps them connected not just to the cause, but to the people who are helping drive that cause ahead. And that I think is, a, is an important part. Again, working out where in your marketing funnel you do that to make sure that, you know, as you said earlier, those donors never become lapsed donors in the first place. What about, let me ask you, I know this is a weird question, but what about in reverse? Um, let's say you have a donor who um, is really happy with your organization and wants to do a testimonial does Bongiorno work in reverse yeah so this is this is this is another part of the funnel that that we are used um and this is what i would call the kind of yeah this is the kind of referral testimonial advocacy part is that obviously when someone's very positive and by the way just just start late i think i think this is really really important and I think a lot of organization, not just nonprofits, but you know, businesses don't do a good enough job of leveraging their happy, um, I guess, customer base. That's exactly, um, or, what, that's exactly what I thought of. It. I'm like, oh, man, I've been wanting to get video testimonials on my website from our clients. But I don't know. I just haven't like really I haven't I haven't personally sent anybody a video before of me talking, you know, so I don't know how easy it is. It's probably easy. But, you know, does Bongiorno make it even easier? 
Yeah, so we are not live yet. We, we have a reply by video function coming out in a few weeks. Oh. Uh, so my suggestion there is that, is that you sit, again, I, I would run this as an actual kind of drive where what you're doing is, is I think after someone has experienced a very positive moment, a, you know, they have just donated and maybe got a video or, or, they've, or they've been with you for a year, like, like an anniversary is a great time to do this and say, hey, just want to thank you for being with us for a year. It's meant everything. Um, by the way, testimonials and referrals are really important to us. If you click this link here on the video, you can record one. Just, just tell us how you feel. And so I think this is done again as a drive and as a point in the funnel where, where, you're, where you're doing a little campaign or you're running on a daily basis um, and you're doing something positive and then asking for a referral. Uh, we, ha- we actually do have a sister tool. Um, I won't talk about it here where you can go and collect videos off people around the world, um, which is being used for gathering video testimonials. And it tends to be a little bit different whereby you write, you know, five questions and they do a video for each specific question. Um, so get, you direct the testimonial if you like. I guess it's not unusual for a client once they kind of get your product to kind of call you and say, hey, this is what I'm thinking of doing. How can it get done? And then you kind of tell them how to do it, I guess. Yeah, we, look, we tend to work with so you know, we we work with, with a lot of businesses as as well as nonprofits, and I think that that's that's really valuable because um, because we work across a lot of sectors. We take a lot of those lessons and we can share it around with with all the industries and nonprofits specifically. We tend to be a bit biased towards nonprofits and spend a lot more time helping them get set up. So uh, we tend to get involved in the first campaign because we've seen what works and we've seen what doesn't work. So specifically, we have someone on the team who will run that called Casey, um, who helps set, set the first campaign up, suggests the, 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 there's a bit of setup to, to, to the systems, you know, the best subject lines to use, the best times to send, how to, how to do it with team, where you might want to do one-to-one versus multiple. Yeah, and we generally help nonprofits run it for a couple of weeks until they kind of find their footing. I think, you know, video is one of those things where potentially people think, oh, I don't want to get on video. Um, hopefully that, is, is, is changing right now that, that you know, we've obviously had to, had to engage video more over, over the last couple of months. Uh, we help walk into that process. You know, we help show the team that really it's not even about video. It's about just you know, taking the time and connecting. Um, so if you, if, you, if you want to run to me and you engage us with that, like use us because we'll take all the lessons we've seen, you know, bring it in. Because to us, running a funnel for donors is, is no different to a business running a funnel for customers. It's actually the exact same process where, you know, you need to convert people, you need to re-engage them, and then you need to make sure that they stay with you for, you know, for, for their lifetime. Yeah, yeah and there's you know, always options. And it just dawned on me, we've been talking for about 20 minutes, and we really, you know, we haven't defined what a funnel is, because in the business side, it's become very popular in the last year to say the word funnel, but, um, you know, there, there may be other businesses or nonprofits who don't aren't familiar with the funnel and let, you know, let's just, you know, so everyone knows what a funnel is. A funnel is the idea. Think of a funnel, right? It's big on top and small on the bottom. And you kind of throw all of these um, opportunities in the top and what comes out the bottom in this case are, are the donors who are actually giving you, um, you know, um, funding. And the idea is the more people you can throw in the top and and also provide a good quality process the more that's that's going to come out the bottom so when we say funnel that's it's it's a sales quote-unquote technique 
really. Um, so when I look at when I when I looked at your website too, I see here a third case is the showcase before and afters. Um, uh, maybe you could tell us a little bit about how nonprofits are doing that. Yeah, so I think like when so this is with uh, in relation to, to to people giving funding and then the impact it's making. I think I think where this works is you know is is this comes into these kind of community messages and kind of um, sending out videos to groups is and whether this is through video or whether this is through other means um, and, look, and as a donor myself and as someone who gets involved in nonprofits there's a again there's a there's a bit of a missing link to see almost like, like the impact of your dollar so where where does that go like what what difference have I made I think if you can if you can show the difference that an individual donor's dollar makes themselves and you can make it tied to, to what it is they're doing suddenly they feel like the impact is much greater they're the, the, the having much more impact so again doing videos pre and post a funding campaign to the level where you know you say you're again your 457 dollars went to do x and you know I, I talked you know i mean we just briefly talked before you know in australia this year we've seen a lot of a lot of, I think, donor fatigue because we had the bushfires, which was incredibly successful, and then obviously we've had this other, this other thing come come through, and it, it's I think now that the industry's struggling because we had a lot of bias towards the fires. Um, donations, it, you know, where you put your money now, yeah. If I look at it, it's it's again, it's where am I going to have the most impact? And there's you know multiple causes that, that I'm that I'm interested in, but if I think that my dollar goes a lot further with cause Y. I would rather put it there because I feel like that dollar is buying again, more goodwill if yeah. you like. Well, it's also, it's all about communication, right? Probably the nonprofit that's communicating the best is, you know, is going to win. hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because if let's face it, if someone's going to, uh, we, we, we all give money to nonprofits. Everybody does, you know, a lot of people do anyway. And it's a matter of how much you give, but, um, but if someone is going to give money for uh, uh, for school lunches, they're they're more than likely giving money for lots of other things too. So whoever has the best story and can show results, you know, um, might really uh, win over a lot more donors. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. I think there's a and again, this is, yeah, this is the case of yeah, as a donor. Do you give a little to multiple causes or do you buy yourself into a cause? And I think ultimately most people, especially as they, as they age and, you know, and, and they donate over life, they tend to find a cause that really suits them and, and potentially an organization that they really feel, again, like it is made for them all that they have the most impact for. And so, you know, where you might start with 10 causes, you might end up, you know, um, late, later in life, giving to three or giving to one, and that's and that's where your investment goes. Now, again, as a cause, I'd suggest that you want to make sure that those donors yeah, and end up wedding themselves to your cause, so that they're there for life. They're a lot cheaper to keep over time. You know, they their donations increase. So again, it, it's it, it's unfortunately it's still it's still competition, and all nonprofits do well. You've got to show the impact of what you do. Yeah. And it's, you know, over the last five years, you know, a lot of the nonprofit conferences that executive directors go to, you know, they, they, the big theme, which is, you know, gotten a little older now is, is, uh, 
you know, storytelling, storytelling, tell a story, bring the people into the, uh, bring, bring your donors into the picture, but there's nothing more story. Uh, there's nothing more, uh, uh, exciting in a story than, than a video, a picture is worth a thousand words. So I can see where the videos kind of a big, have a big play. And again, I mean, I mean, I'm talking a lot about this. It makes me you know, almost like I have an invested, a vested interest in Bonjoro. I had no interest in, you know, it's, there's nothing that I, uh, uh, you know, I'm, I don't need to push it. What I'm trying, what I see is that there's some good value here in how to use videos to really tell a better story about your nonprofit. Um, so, you know, I, I know what's probably on a lot of people's mind, um, and that is the pricing. I think it's going to be a little bit of a shocker to people how reasonable it is. So maybe you can go over a little bit about the pricing structure. Yeah, for sure. So, so to start with, we have 100% free plans. So you can use this free if you'd like to, um, for sure. Um, and for, obviously for small profits, that, for small profits that, that's key. Look, there are... Some features that come in with higher pricing tiers, but the first pricing tier is $15 a month or 150 a year. We also give 20% like, uh, to any nonprofit who gets in touch. So even if you sign up with .org, we'll, we'll single you out and let you know. Um, that then, the next tier is kind of $39, but it depends, and that's built for teams and bigger organizations. Um, look, talk to us, yeah. If you have a huge team who wants to come on board, just talk to us and we'll, and we'll work out something that, that makes more sense. Um, yeah. And we'll also wait it to results. Yeah, I don't want to leave this other thought too. I, you know, I think that probably a lot of people who are working at nonprofits are probably part of the younger generation themselves. And they're probably really good and used to using their phones. Like, yeah, no, like absolutely. But I wouldn't say, so, so it, I mean, yes, but also I, <laughs> there's also, a, there's also a slightly older group. So, Interestingly, most of our users are actually around, um, most of our best users tend to be you know, o over 30. Oh. I, think, I, think, I think there's two things here. I think the younger generation are used to video, absolutely. I think there is a confidence and the knowledge that comes with um, being in an industry for you know, X amount of time that if you've been in nonprofits for 10 years, you know what you're doing. You know where the funds are. Like, you know, you're confident yeah. to talk to donors because yeah. you've done it so much and you, yeah. and you know the value. Yeah. So it's, 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 not, it's, not a, it's not a tool just, just for the younger generation. Um, you know, mo again, if you know, if you know your stuff, if you know what, what it yeah. means to connect with customers, you've done that a thousand times, yeah. it's the same thing. Yeah, it's all, even the verbiage and how, how do you say things uh, proper is, is probably an important step in that as well. Yeah, like, and it depends which, you know, which donors you're engaging. You, if you have... You know, your, your, your initial, I guess, younger donors who come again and maybe giving, you know, a hundred bucks a year. Yeah. Match them up with the younger team members. If you've got someone who's coming in and giving, you know, $20,000, then give them like, you know, have some more senior potentially, you know, reach out and engage with them because you might want to build different relationships at different levels, understanding where in the life cycle those donors are. Yep. So what, what haven't I covered that you think um, is, is of significance it's not so much like so we, we've covered a lot here. I, I don't think it's anything to do with with technology. I think there's just a um, a bit of an ethos. Like I, I think worldwide in all customer um, nonprofit or or even or even customer business relationships now, which is I think transparency 
and trust is becoming more important than ever. I think online it's, 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 it's unfortunately become difficult to, I think to understand who it is, you know, who are the people behind the brands? Who is it you want to work with? Who are the best, who are the best players? You know, who is doing, who is doing the best work? And so I think anything you can do to pull down any barriers you have between your team and your end donors, anything you can do to, to get the people to the front line, anything you can do to increase trust. And this comes with honestly being authentic, being yourself, you know, just, just doing the things you do and being passionate. Anything you do to bring that to the forefront is incredibly powerful. And, you know, again, online, a lot of teams, a lot of, a lot of organizations are not doing this enough. And if you can do it well, like you'll out compete them, honestly, um, people want more trust. They want more personalization that there's a bounce back from the whole, I guess the kind of, you know, the last 10 years of, of automation and numbers where now it's a case of like, how do you bring personalization on a individual level back into what you do in your communication, but still do that at scale. Yep. I get you. So, you know, I'll have to ask you um, because I know that you're in a lot of different countries and if, if you had to say who has the, the, the country, the countries right now that are the country right now that seems to be very, very innovative when it comes to um, um, getting donors to, uh, to give money, is there a country in particular that is really being surprisingly innovative? I mean, like, I think... So, so it depends. So the States has some amazing stuff going on. Um, there's a lot more people there. So it's hard to know if that's, if that's per percentage yeah. or just because of numbers. Like I, I know, I, I know the UK does a lot. The UK had a big shakeup quite a few years ago. Um, I don't know if, if you know the story, but there was, there, there was something where, where some, um, some lady ended up, I, I think killing herself and the site of blame was, um, too much hounding by uh, people wow. asking for funds, wow. and it and it kind of destroyed. Well, it didn't destroy the industry. It 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 shook up the industry so hard that suddenly all these organisations had to be accountable for their actions. They had to be better players. They had to do you know better, like more good, and stop you know. And, and again, just stop kind of just hounding, hounding. And that industry went through the shakeup, and the organisations that have come out of it are, are much stronger for it. Um, so it's a shame that something bad had to happen to drive that. Um, but I think the industry got complacent. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I am, I am British originally. So, uh, so I've seen that, I've seen that side of it more. So I'm more aware of it. I think it was, you know, ultimately good for the industry because it made people accountable again. Yeah. Um, you know, as, as, like, I mean, you look at like Australia this year, the bushfire thing, the donations from overseas was, was larger than they were, you know, domestically. Um, it was insane. Obviously, that kind of really took off and took the world's heart. I think I think it's timing that's come as part of that, you know, with the whole environmental drive, like globally. Um, so it's you know it's right now. There's a lot going on. I think a lot of people are coming back into fundraising. I think youth are coming back into fundraising. I think I see more and more you know people sub thirty who are starting to give on a more regular basis um, rather than waiting until later. I think there's more um, disposable income that can be used for that, which is, which is wonderful and positive. Um, yeah, look, I think like I'm very optimistic about the future. I, th- I think, I think 
there is i think people are, are just generally better at fundraising i'm um, giving and donating now than they were 30 years ago they're more aware there's more causes that inspire us yeah um yeah it's, it's a good time cool cool well listen uh great great conversation I, I really like what you're doing um i'd like to very much thank uh matt barnett from um bonjoro b-o-n-g-o-r-o and dot com if you want to go uh take a look at it if you like today's podcast please feel free to share it with a friend and also subscribe on your favorite pat podcasting app if you like today's podcast, please give us a review on your podcasting app, hopefully thumbs up, to help us get the word out. And of course, if you're looking for a line of credit for your nonprofit, you can call us at 862-207-4118 or visit our website at nonprofitmbapodcast.com. Matt, if anyone wants to get in touch with you, how would they reach you? So two ways. If you do want to have a little check out our Bonjoro, if you sign up, you will receive a personalized video from one of the teams somewhere in the world. So do engage with them. You'll get to see what it's like first time. If you'd like to reach out to me personally, um, best place is head to LinkedIn and type in Papa Bear, which is my official uh, job title. Uh, I am the guy in the bear suit that you'll see and absolutely feel free to reach out in person. We'd love to connect. Great. And, um, Thank you, Matt, for coming on today. And uh, I'd like to thank you all for uh, making um, all the nonprofits out there, especially this time, which is coming out in what the almost the, the sixth or snow. It's the eighth week of the COVID crisis. I'd like to thank all of you for making the world a better place. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you. <laughs>